previously on the Infinite Escape Room. Can I give the, uh, the mannequins a, uh, a gentle fondle? Can I check the table gusset, please? After I finish my fondling, sure. One day, I will introduce myself. You know all about what the priests wear, do you? Hello everyone out there in the big wide world and welcome to another episode of the Infinite Escape Room. My name is John and I am here in that little fiddly bit between Christmas and the new year where you're sort of neither one thing or the other and you can reflect on the way that your life has not turned out as you'd hoped and how you've not really become what you'd hoped or achieved anything much and how very alone you are. And then listen to a podcast and hopefully have some fun. I am drinking... It's a local brewery, they're called Mad Cat, and it's called Jet Black Stout. And I have to say, as a stout, it's pretty light, pretty airy, and pretty lovely. I'm enjoying it a lot, and I haven't yet started the uh, sober January what's-it, whatever we do now. And locked in with me today, I have... I'm Dom, and I am drinking a Bailey's coffee, because it's technically still Christmas. Because I've still got some Bailey's left. Good for you. No. Hi, I'm Anna Coase, and I am drinking water. But don't worry, I'm going to be moving on to Guinness in the form of a chocolate Guinness cake in a bit. Oh, nice. Now that, yes. Yes, please. The only way I enjoy imbibing alcohol, although I have to say, Bailey's, What when I once drank the odd drop of alcohol, Bailey's was the only thing that could get me to drink. Bailey's is basically a liquid cake, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I have an issue with dairy and alcohol in a drink together. There's just... No white I had a white Russian. Russian yeah, yeah. I had a white Russian once and it was bad. And I've never really gotten over that. I just can't... No. How are you both? Are you well? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Thanks, John. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> We've been here for like 40 minutes. Trying 47. To That's such a British answer. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like John's in the in the throes of an existential crisis, but knowing John, as I do, I, I've never known you to be otherwise. So um, I think you get darker and even more existential with the years. Yes, I think that's probably true. Um, so Onikos is a new voice on the podcast. No one out there will have heard her, her lovely dulcet Dutch, nearly said Danish, nearly said Danish. Onikos has long and varied experience dealing with me. Mm-hmm. The first being him knowing that I was Dutch, but forgetting it and therefore going on and on about how terrible it was to live with a Dutch housemate because he had this Dutch housemate who was terrible and terrible and terrible in so many ways. And then he said, um, I'll never live with a Dutch person again. And I said, well, John, I wasn't asking. <laughs> um, and he said, what? I said, do you do know that I'm Dutch? You're never. I was like, yes, I am. No, you're Danish. I was like, mm, no, I'm pretty sure... Um, I'm Dutch, don't speak a word of Danish. And then he said... But you don't do the thing with the S. You don't say hello. I am... Wait, there's no S in hello. Let me me hear your Dutch accent, yeah. Let's Um, hear it, John. Come on, you're you're an actor, let's hear your Dutch accent. You know, the whole, uh, you know, have a a shit on your sheet, you know. I'm sorry, where is that from? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not helping you here. Come on, Dom. Nope. Save me. Save me. Nope. I have nothing but respect for the Netherlands. I'm not going to mock their, their accent or culture. Thank you, Dom. I appreciate it. Where that. is the solidarity? Well, because the worst thing about that one was, John, that you ended that conversation by, by saying, what? But you're not Dutch because you're lovely. And I went, oh. <laughs> See? 
I ended that on a high. No, you, you ended it by saying that there's no way she could possibly be like that because all of her people are terrible. You negged my entire country. And moving on. You may be wondering out there what the Infinite Escape Room is. Well, besides a continuing opportunity to roast me over the coals over and over and over again through the years and recall my past failures and plan some future ones, uh, it is an escape room that runs infinitely. Every room in the Infinite Escape Room fits seamlessly into the next one. Every week, a member of the team brings the room, and today it's me, and the rest of the team bring the brains to solve it. They have a strict time limit, and if they break anything, then they shall lose their deposit, which tonight I am insisting on. So, Dom and Onikos, you will have to come up with a deposit, something of great value to you that you would be willing well, or able to sacrifice should you break anything in my carefully crafted, totally wasn't finishing writing it five minutes ago room. So something that's, that's valuable to the both of us or individually? Both, ideally, but yeah. What what do you got? What do you got for me? Well, I mean, our only connection is you, so I guess <laughs> our friendship with you, John. You're willing to sacrifice your friendship with me. At the drop of so a hat. I mean, no, no, of course not. Onikos was looking up and, and to the left there, that sort of thinking uh, face, thinking hard face, and I thought, is she going to say her children? Is she going to say her children? No, I quite like them. Most of the time. <laughs> Be honest. Yeah, they have their moments. And you've put in so much effort. I mean, that's the like, thing. You know, I want to get that reward. The sunk costs yes. are already relatively early. The, on sweat, the, equity. the, the sweat, sweat equity. The sweat equity, as uh, some, I've heard some house flippers call it. So that's basically, that's without putting the money in. That's you putting in all the effort to make it even better than it is. The sweat yeah, so That's a good I phrase. would have to say with two four-and-a-half-year-olds who are incredibly energetic, strong heavy, healthy, creative. I, I am definitely putting... You sacrificed one of them. I am, no, no, I'm saying I'm, I'm putting in a lot of sweat equity. I mean, I'm sure... Would you like to have one of my children, John? I'm sure Grace would enjoy that. I know, I've been waiting for you to ask this question to me for years. Lovely. Uh, before we go any further, I would like to take a moment to thank some of the people that make this possible. And that is our lovely Patreons. People who donate a little bit of money every month to the show to keep it online on the metaphoric road where we may deviate from time to time. And we survive. I would like to personally thank tonight our two newest Patreons who joined us in the dying days of 2021. And that is Charlotte Knowles and James Cameron Cooper. Guys, thank you so much for your continued support. Thank you. Thank you. And please don't listen to anything these two bastards are saying about me. <clears throat> you dig your own holes. Yeah, any regular listeners will know how this works. Now, we have a deposit, which is your lasting friendship with me. Thanks, guys. Uh, are you ready? Yeah. Aye, aye, Captain. Let's do this. Okay, then let us enter the infinite escape room. Now, it's been a few weeks since we ran an episode, uh, so I'm going to do a very short recap uh, to bring you guys and the listeners up to speed on what had happened to the team in the run-up to the end of last year that brings us to this moment. The team had flown back in time to change the foundational myth of Christianity, inserting a ladder into the scene of the crucifixion to escape an underground church. Then, fleeing from their own disciples, they hid inside a speakeasy, vandalized an observatory, and then recreated the spirit of Christmas in Mr. Ben's tailors. With Christmas restored, once three, now two, travel to the nearest train station to make their way home for Christmas, which is where we join you now. 
Onikos and Don. In front of you is a train station, and I'm talking a classic just outside of London British train station. You've got your potholed road going down to a crappy tiny car park with a tree-lined Victorian building dimly lit and the blinking screen of a single ticket machine standing outside. Surrounding the building are 10-foot high steel fences stretching into the tree line on either side, preventing entrance by any way except the doors. What would you like to do? Do we have any tickets on us? Uh, nope. You do have some money, though. Actual real money? Let's go look at the ticket machine, yeah. then. Uh, so as you approach the ticket machine, you also notice on the left-hand side of the building a set of industrial bins. They are absolutely crammed with the detritus of Christmas. Upended Christmas trees, some of them still decorated, bin bags stuffed with wrapping paper and barely used broken toys, and the assorted paraphernalia of a small-scale pantomime. Costumes, props, a full-size dummy, even a full pantomime horse costume, all abandoned by the exhausted cast. Okay, I want to divert to get the front half of the horse costume because oh god, if if it if it's required later, I don't want to be the the ass. Okay, fine, Don. You now have the uh, the front half, should we call it, of the pantomime horse costume. I'm, I put it on. I'll take the the back end <laughs> and and represent represent Excellent. my country because there is actually a song uh, from childhood, from Dutch childhood, about being the rear end of the Christmas donkey in the nativity. Ha, huh, hence the Netherlands. Yes. There we go. So I'll, I'll take I'll take it, but I'm not gonna put it on yet. Okay, so you've got your horse costume. What would you Are like? Are there to do? any quality streets left in the bin? Wow. It'll only be fudges. Ugh. No, it'll be bounties. Yeah. Uh, I'm afraid there are not. Anything else that seems useful? Nope, nothing else useful. Uh, just in front of you the ticket machine, to the left of you the bins, uh, and there's also a map behind the ticket machine. Yeah, let's have a look at the map. Okay. So it's a rail network map. Your current station is marked on the map, and it's called Just About in London. The station is served by a single railway line, and there are six stops further along the line. To get to London, do you mean? Uh, well, no, to get out of London. The stops all have names, and they are named as following. <clears throat> the town you couldn't afford... The town you could afford if you'd moved there five years ago. The town with worse crime than the town you live in now. The town you forgot existed. And home. Oh, and finally, the town that you mock other people for moving to. Couldn't afford, could five years ago, worse crime. Uh, what was before home? Uh, before home uh, was the town that you forgot existed. Forgot existed. Home and uh, mock people for living in, right? Yes. I should probably say at this point that the titles of the towns are not relevant at all. I note down what I want to note down. We have our own <laughs> process, John. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, you suddenly hear an announcement from inside the station. The train stopped at platform four is being held because person under a train. Okay. Pretty bleak. Platform four, death. I thought it was a single rail station. How many platforms are there? What platform? Uh, there's a are we single on? line on the map, but there are clearly several platforms. Okay, so it's just a really useless map. Um, can we have a look at the ticket machine? Okay, uh, on the screen of the ticket machine are two options: buy tickets and summary of terms. Oh, go on, summary of terms. 
Okay, the summary of terms reads, each ticket purchased is valid for one person only. Tickets are only valid for the specified route. No exceptions. Animals may not travel. Exceptions are allowed for emotional support animals. So if we dress up as the horse? We probably won't be allowed to travel. Unless we're an emotional support horse. But then we'd need, we'd need someone who's emotionally fragile for, uh, for us to support. And there's no one around, is there? Is, anyone, is there anyone seeing, seeming unsure about travel? I mean, the person under the train is probably um, a bit past being helped. Maybe they're just hiding because they need emotional support from a horse. <laughs> can we get to platform four from here? Can we see any platforms? Um, you can, but looking into the door of the ticket hall, you can see a series of ticket barriers preventing your progress further. You will need a ticket. Okay, so let's, take, let's um, select buy tickets. Okay. Uh, it is asking you to select your station of origin. Just about not London, what was it called? Just about in London was the uh, name of the station. Okay. It's asking you to select your destination. I presume home. I don't know. I want to go to the one where we mock people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's go home. I guess that's what we're trying to do, right? I think that was the mission. You are. Yeah, let's go That home. was the mission. Okay. You selected home. Uh, select travellers. So number of travellers. Two. One. Horse, oh, one. Two. Horse. Well, yeah. Let's... No, two. Two. Yeah, because no one else. Okay. You're now at the payment screen. Uh, it's asking you for uh, £36.60. Crikey, British Rail, eh? Kind, I think that's kind of reasonable, to be honest, considering what the prices can get like. Um, okay. You said we had some cash. How much do we have? You have £16.54. Okay, so we have £16.54. What was the amount we needed again? 36 what? Uh, for two single tickets home, £36.60. What about if we select a return? Because sometimes those are cheaper. Uh, no, no cheaper. Could we wait until off-peak? There's an LED screen above you that says that the uh, the final train home will leave in 20 minutes' time. 20 minutes exactly? Oh. Uh, 20 minutes and 37 seconds. Okie dokie. Right, so we need to somehow make uh, £20 and 6p? We <laughs> won't have anything... <laughs> I don't have any uh, anything left over for the um, the pastry shop. I was going to say snacks. Yeah. Well, this is partly why I was raiding those bins for quality streets. There is no money in the bin. Is there any money in the um, apartment in the ticket machine where you get the tickets out and you get the change oh, like out? The change yeah, slot. the change slot. Yeah. There is. There is five pence. Great. Nice. Now we only need twenty pounds and one p. <laughs> and there's no one around. No. How do people make money? So there's no point busking as a horse because... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe people would pay for the novelty of it. If it only if there's people there. Well, we could moonwalk. Synchronised moonwalking horse. That's impressive. Okay. I mean, do we have phones on us and stuff? Uh, no, you have no other equipment of any what? kind. Outrageous. Okay. Um, Standard. It's an escape room. You leave all your stuff at the I was going to say, this is an alternate universe. Oh, very much so. And we have no more money other than the £16. What about when we walk up to those ticket barriers? So the ticket barriers uh, are quite imposing. They are very tall uh, and clearly designed to prevent people from sneaking under them, leaping over them, getting through them by any means uh, except a legitimate ticket. And uh, as you look across, across the room at them, you realise that they appear to stretch infinitely into the distance. 
There are an absolutely innumerable number of them stretching off to your right. There's also a whiteboard in front of them. And the whiteboard, it's one of those ones that they stand in front of, um, yeah, like in the ticket halls of train stations with like uh, a note for the day or quote of the day or whatever. And uh, on the whiteboard is written, now and before, now and before. You will still need a ticket. Now and before, now and before. You have everything. And yet nothing. Yeah. And yet nothing. So you're telling me there's nothing more in the skip that we could possibly use, or should we have another look at the skip? I mean, yeah. there's everything that I described earlier and some other bits and bobs, but nothing that's going to allow you to get any more money. Oh, uh, so uh, besides what? the horse costume... Sorry, um, go for it on a question. No, I was going to ask how much a single ticket is. If we just bought one ticket. Okay, we just bought one t- ticket home. It is £18.30. We're still short. You are. But less short. But... I mean, it'd be hard to convince. We'd have to try and get personhood for a horse because if it was treated as an animal, it couldn't travel as a single. Well, I was thinking that or one of us pretends to be a ventriloquist dummy with one of the other... Um... Sorry, if you if it was treated as a as something, it wouldn't be... Uh, could you repeat that, Dom? We'd need to get personhood for the horse. We'd need to have the horse treated as a, as a British citizen and a human so it wasn't counted as an animal. Then it would be allowed to travel. Um, perhaps you ought to reread the summary of terms. Okay. Yes, can we reread yes, the summary of terms, please? Each ticket is for one person on a specified route only. Mm-hmm. Uh, no animals... Animals may not travel. Exceptions are allowed for emotional support animals. Right, but it needs two of us to be a horse, so we can't be the emotional support animal for another person. I never said that. Okay, so then in that case, since I'm already wearing mine, I'm going to be the emotional support half-horse... Mm. Uh, Onikos. My my okay. emotional support uh, centaur, as it were, as it were. I mean, you could just put on both halves of the costume. It is possible. No, no, I'm gonna. In fact, is there tinsel or anything I could use to simulate intestines and stuff? Oh my goodness! Okay, so, yeah, so I'm the I'm the emotional support half horse. Because you know, you look at the half horse and you go, you know what? Things could be worse. I could be half a horse. <laughs> Okay. With my tinsel intestines hanging out. Exactly, yeah. Sparkling guts. So, okay. That so made guts. me look at the red tinsel that is adorning my tree very differently. Mm. I'm sure that's what it, you know, all, all Christian decorations, Christmas decorations have some kind of pagan roots. That's probably what it originally was. It was strewing, strewing a tree with guts. Yeah. <laughs> so in that case... Merry Christmas, everyone. So a single single then would be... Eighteen pounds thirty, right? That is correct. We're still beyond our means. Yeah, we still need a, another couple quid. You do. So, so presumably, we have been to our home station before. I'm guessing that the ticket barriers there are very similar to the ticket barriers here. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? Um, that maybe we look at buying a ticket from here, but not to home. Okay. Oh yeah. I mean, we could always just just stay on the train, and when they ask you at the the town that has oh, worst crime, you when did you get back. on? You say, "Oh, I got on at the town I could I couldn't could have afforded five years ago." And then this is then they despicable. Oh, wait, no, because that's only if you buy it on the train. No, it doesn't work say, it would, before. Yeah, no, we'd have to come up with a story like, "Oh, I, yeah. I, I fell asleep. I drank too many Baileys." Yeah, no, that does that only works if you, you have fourteen have minutes remaining. Oh dear. Okay. Platform for death. Now and before, now and before. 
The train approaching platform 7 is not stopping at this station. Please stand clear. I feel like that's just flavour that doesn't help us. Okay. Um, is there anything else? So is it? Would you like a stare? I would just. Always, well, I, I, I have a thought, but I'm trying to formulate it, which is difficult because my brain isn't working properly anymore since I've had children. Um, <laughs> the now and before. Are there any other trains listed on the screen above our heads, other than the train uh, that we would like to take? Yeah, yeah. There's there's a few going to like other stations down the line. Can can I hear you ad lib those station names, please? <laughs> Uh, okay, there's a, uh, one leaving in five minutes to the town you mock other people for moving to, uh, one leaving in nine minutes uh, to the town with worse crime mates than the town you live in now, and one leaving in 29 minutes uh, to the town you couldn't afford. Right, so you didn't Why come not? up with any new stations, so that just ate nope. into our time. Mm. Yes, it did. Okay, um, so... We... You've met me before. So we still need to make, like... How much is the ticket to the, the, the town we couldn't afford five years ago? £6.15. What about to the one with worse crime? £9.10. Oh, oh, man, this better not be a maths thing. I was going to say, is so this something where... Like... <laughs> it might be that if we get a single to one of these other hell holes, we could then get a single from there to go... To your hell hole. What if, okay, let's try that. So what if we um, try and get a single from here to the next town that we couldn't afford? And then what about if we try, if we see what the price is for one? From... Well, I mean, once, once we're through the barriers, we can just try and sneak to a different platform, right? So let's just get the cheapest one. How much is it to the town we couldn't afford? The town you couldn't afford is five pounds and five pence. Let's get a ticket to there, because at least then we're past the first gate. Are we pretending that you are... Oh. Dominic, I feel that our long-lasting friendship is in jeopardy here. I'm not breaking anything except the law, and that doesn't have a deposit. <laughs> yes, Your <it> freedom. <laughs> Your continuing freedom. <laughs> okay, so we can't do that then. You are going to need a ticket. Well, we're both going to, to need get a where ticket. You need to go. Our, the half-horse with the tinsel intestines is not going to work out. You were formulating an idea a minute ago, but you haven't actually tried it. What would singles be if we bought a single from each town to the next town? Okay, it would be £5.5 five times one, two, three, four, five. Oh, balls. Which would be £25. Per person. That's more than we have. What about from here to the next station, two, two down? So the town you couldn't afford, sorry, the town you could have, I wish I'd, I wish I'd named these better. Yeah. <laughs> so from uh, just, out, just about in London to the town you could afford if you'd moved there five years ago. Yeah. That is £6.15. Ah, see, that's cheaper. And then from there to... Um, the one you forgot the town existed. we forgot about. That would be £6.15 again. And then from there to home? That would go to £17.34. That still doesn't work. And is that still just for one person or is that for two? That is for one person, but um, you, you know, you, you've already come up with a strategy for getting around that. <laughs> okay, so, so it's, it's £5.5 to get to the town we couldn't afford. Mm -hmm. Then if, what if we go from there, from the town we couldn't afford to the town with worse crime? How much is that? That gets you to £11.20. In total? In total. And then from there to home? 
costs six pounds fifteen, seventeen pounds thirty-five. Okay, well that's less, so we're getting nearer. So how about if we go straight to the town with worst crime? How much is that? That is nine pounds ten. And then straight to home from there. Fifteen pounds twenty-five. Okay, oh, there we go. Let's, let's do that. Okay, that is six pounds fifteen for a total of fifteen pounds twenty-five. You put your money in the machine, and it spits out a little orange ticket. Nice, and that that means we've still got uh, what one pound twenty-four. You have. That won't get us anything from the uh, vending machine, though. You have eight minutes. Is okay, there a vending machine? The, uh, let's go through the gate. Okay, uh, as you approach the ticket barrier, another commuter appears behind you and breezes silently and rapidly past you. Without breaking step, they insert their ticket into the fourth barrier, the barrier opens, they walk through, and the barrier closes instantly behind them, and they continue on their way. Okay, the fourth barrier. Now and B4. Uh, could be B4, fourth barrier. Uh, let's try the same one. Okay, so you're putting your ticket in? Yep. Um, I'm, I'm climbing on Dom's shoulders. Nice. Right. Oh, God, that's quite an image. So you're the emotional support half-horse stomp with the um, sparkling tinsel guts, and Onokos is mounting you. <laughs> Things I did not expect I would be saying this evening. Oh, you lie. So as you uh, insert your ticket into the fourth barrier, uh, it takes your ticket, then the eighth barrier briefly opens, <gasps> closes again, and the fourth barrier then spits out your ticket. Let me stop you there, Podcast John. Hi, everyone. It's Editor John. Podcast John has done a silly. In fact, he's done two sillies. Not only has he included maths in an escape room which was meant for enjoyment, for which he will go to hell, but he has also gone and gotten the maths wrong. Now, in about five minutes' time, everyone, including the team and him, are going to realise that it's wrong, and he's going to have a very embarrassing bit of egg on his face, and he's then going to give the team the option to go back to the beginning of this puzzle that you just heard and have another crack at it with the benefit of experience, which was very wise of podcast, John, but doesn't make for terribly interesting listening. So I'm going to use my editor god hand here to fast forward to the good bit. Here we go. Fuck. Right. You know what we're going to do? You know what we're gonna do? Oh, we're gonna, are we going to riff on this? Uh, <laughs> we are. Um, but um, we are because I, I have buggered it up slightly. So so you guys will get the, and the time will go back and you guys will get the benefit of this experience. Of you getting it wrong. As you approach the ticket barriers, another commuter breezes silently past you. Without breaking step, they insert their ticket into the fourth barrier. The barrier opens, they walk through, and the barrier closes instantly behind them. What would you like to do? I'd like to go to the fourth barrier. Yeah. Seems to be working. You put your ticket into the fourth barrier. The 16th barrier opens. It closes a second later, and then the fourth barrier returns your ticket. Okay, so that feels like a square. Let's try the first barrier. (laughs) You insert your ticket into the first barrier. The 34th barrier opens and then briefly closes. How? That's not a square of anything that I can think of. No. Um, uh, let's try the 34th barrier. The 136th barrier opens. <sighs> I didn't realise I would need a, a calculator. There's a very, very simple piece of logic at play here. Now and before. So now and before. 34 to... Th- what was it? 136? Mm-hmm. That's times four. So we've got fours. So that would seem that it was just times four. So if we go into the second barrier... 
As you go to the second barrier, the 276th barrier opens. Okay, right. Uh, so is it is it compiling? Is it just going to get bigger and bigger? Because if so, we're never going to get down to the end of the platform in time. If you could predict which barrier was going to open. Yes. Then you could get to it. Really? Because you said it was like a second. Uh, you can run very quickly. That's not the challenge here. The challenge is working out which barrier is going to open. Um, okay. so, so what was the last number? The last number was the 276th barrier. 276. Oh, I really don't like maths. John, next time you ask, is anyone free for a puzzle? I'm going to say not from you. Sir. Now and before. Now and before. Now and before. So when the, the first commuter walked through the fourth barrier. They breezed past us. You then put your ticket into the fourth barrier and the 16th barrier opened. What are the reasons that that could have happened? What are the, the logical reasons that the 16th could have come from the fourth? Multiplied by four. Multiplied by four is not the answer. When the, uh, when the previous commuter uh, walked through the barrier, he walked through the fourth barrier. He then attempted the fourth barrier and the 16th barrier opened. Oh, so because he went through it and then we went through it. So it's the current barrier multiplied by the, the new barrier. So by the, the previous barrier. So what was the previous, what, was, what barrier did we just go through? The 276th. Okay, so then let's go through the 270th note because then we're multiplying it again. Why don't you pick a lower number, Dom? Okay, but if we go through 276... Let's go through so the we, third okay, one. Right, so if we put it into one, yeah. then we mm -hmm. need to go through... So we need to put it into the first barrier and go through the 276th barrier. Does that work, John? The 554th barrier um, Come on! <laughs> How is this a thing? You're, you're, you're interrogating in the right direction, um, but you haven't come to the correct answer yet. So it's not just that times by itself wait 554th you had the 276th barrier you then went for the first barrier and you got 554 what the f what is 554 from 276 that's not well 276 and 1 276 1 so it's not the double you're very close not close enough no you also have 1 minute and 40 left okay so it's 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 not it's not, is it adding and then doubling? Well, it's 277 times it's 2. 277 times 2 is 554. Okay, so we've just gone through 554. So then let's, so add 1 is 555. And 555 multiplied by 2 is 1110. So then can we put it into the first barrier mm -hmm. and go through the barrier 1110 you can oh my god it works okay i still you not step, sure what the rule i have is. no idea what the rule <laughs> was you step through the barrier you have one minute left so we'll discuss it later you see a sign a led screen with the upcoming train on it the 2137 train home departing from platform nine and then you hear this the 2137 to home will no longer be stopping at this station please stand clear as it approaches Privatised Rail apologises for the crushing inevitability of this moment. Okay, uh, stand clear. 
Wait, wait, we need to put a, a person underneath the underneath the train. That's how we stop to train. Okay, how are you going to do that? I'm just going to jump on the, jump <gasps> on the tracks. Oh, we should have taken some more of those. Um... That's Okay, I'm going to put the horse costume yeah. on the tracks. Yeah. They'll think that there's half a horse on the track. That was my thinking. Yep. Let's do the arse end. You have 35 seconds. I'm putting the top half of the horse costume, looking like a full horse on, on, on Platform 9's uh, track. And because I'm not going to push a commuter on. But there's no one around. It's just you two. 20 seconds. Is that what you're doing? Yep. Yeah. I'm doing it. Are you, your face says that's wrong, but I don't have enough time to think of anything else. As the train approaches the station, you hear a high-pitched screeching sound as its brakes come on. Sparks fly from beneath the carriage and it comes to a juddering halt in front of you. Oh. As your time runs out. Oh my out. goodness. But it stopped. <laughs> It stopped. Fortunately for you, the doors are of the old-fashioned mechanical type, so you simply have to pull the handle down to get on board. Are you catching the train? Yeah, yes. let's do it. Uh, can, we fish, can we fish the pantomime horse costume out? Yeah, because otherwise we're not going to be able to travel. No, exactly. <laughs> okay, having retrieved the, the pantomime horse costume from under the, I'll, the I'll tell the track. I'll tell the driver and station master I'm a vet or something as I pull it out. They'll think I'm helping. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, having retrieved the pantomime horse costume from underneath the train, you get back into the carriage. The train pulls away and starts on its journey. I still don't understand the maths of how we got through that, so I'm glad that Dom, Dom's brain didn't switch off because genuinely my brain was like, no, screw this, I'm not even The maths was actually really straightforward. No, it wasn't. One plus one is straightforward. The ticket machine you put it into, yeah. added to the ticket machine that it was last put into, multiplied by two. That was it. So the guy before you put it in four, you put it in four. Four times two is eight, which is 16. So the 16th one came out. You started circling around it quite now and before, the right idea. doesn't actually, isn't a clue for that though. So now and before gives us... Now and before, now and before, as in it's twice so you do the first one and the second one and then uh, multiply that by two okay okay now was, i get yep. it no that is pretty good now and before now and before yeah no that and i always said it twice you did say it twice now that's fair enough thank you for listening we hope you enjoyed the show we certainly did if you enjoyed this sort of thing please do feel free to sample our back catalogue with about 180 episodes and counting closing in on that 200th episode that can be found on the internet the internet's a wonderful thing we have a website called www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com we are also sort of on social media and can be found at at tier underscore podcast thanks for listening we'll see you next time bye bye Bye. Bye.